This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. The Gunners well and truly outgunned. Another Spanish manager losing it on the Anfield touchline and Liverpool running riots with a 4-0 win over Arsenal. Hello everyone and welcome to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel with me, Patrick Smith. Well, from the moment Mikel Arteta ignited a fire in the belly of Jurgen Klopp, the Liverpool players and the home crowd, there was simply no looking back as the Reds blew their opposition away. The result means Liverpool vault their previous opposition West Ham and fellow title contenders Man City into second place. We'll hear from Jurgen Klopp in his press conference, the reaction of the fans from the stands, but up first is the Liverpool Echo's own Paul Gorst. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool are back up to second in the Premier League after a 4-0 demolition of Arsenal here in Anfield. What was a statement performance from the Reds? Arguably the best performance in Anfield that has been for uh, for some time, it has to be said. Certainly of this season, um, Liverpool uh, started quite slowly in all honesty, around about half an hour, came and went without too much to write home about. But then uh, a flare-up between Mikel Arteta and Jürgen Klopp just over my uh, right shoulder here down below us um, really did. Get the Anfield atmosphere uh, roaring back to its best, and Liverpool uh, duly responded to that. Uh, Adam Ramsdale made three or four really uh, superb saves, it has to be said. The uh, Gunners goalkeeper it inspired four once again, but uh, Sadio Mane made it 1 0 with a nice header in the, uh, in the first half. And Liverpool went into the second half and really took it up several notches. Uh, the high pressing from the front was evident right throughout. Uh, Liverpool really swarmed all over Arsenal and uh, they didn't really have an answer to be perfectly honest. Mikel Arteta so I could barely get out their own half in the second half. Uh, left back Nuno Tavares made the mistake, he gave it to Diogo Jota on the edge of the box. Uh, Portuguese still had a lot to do, he skinned Ben White, took a pass down and Ramsdale and tapped it in at the cop end to make it 2-0 and from then on it didn't really look like Liverpool were going to do anything other than take home three uh, big points here. Uh, Mohamed Salah of course, he got on uh, got in on the act after a wonderful move involving Jota and Mane, and then Takumi Minamino off the bench with his first touch to make it 4-0. Um, his, uh, his first goal at Anfield as a Liverpool player, and you could see just what it meant to the Japan international as he celebrated wildly in front of the cop. Uh, so, big moment for him, uh, big moment for Tyler Morton as well. He came off the bench to make his Premier League debut. Uh, he's got a big future in the game and uh, could be called upon in the next coming weeks as Liverpool play 11 times between now and the end of December. And it's an injury hit, Liverpool has to be said, there were nine missing today, uh, but uh, to be fair, to be perfectly honest, it didn't really matter too much. Liverpool had far, far too much for an Arsenal side. They were unbeaten in 10 coming here and there was plenty of talk of whether or not Arteta's side would be able to offer uh, something of a stern resistance, but uh, Liverpool just love playing against Arsenal. They certainly on the game club, they've now scored 43 times uh, for the German during his time at Anfield against Arsenal. So. Uh, he probably wishes he could play them every week, but sadly they can't. Uh, they can only play them twice, but tonight they've shown just why they do enjoy playing against them. It's finished here at Anfield. Liverpool 4, Arsenal 0. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel. Yeah, hi, Jürgen. Hi. Particularly the second half, that seemed like a really good performance, maybe one of the best of the... The season is that the reaction you were looking for after international break and and obviously the defeat. So we had this poor reaction. That, that, that's clear. The only problem that we had obviously that we were not together for most of the time. So like, how can you just tell if you have to show reaction? And how does that work? Is in life difficult? And is in football uh, even more difficult? So uh, the boys grew in the game today. 
which is um, very important in football that you can only play well if you start pretty much like with three, four chances in five minutes and play then good football. The boys did it uh, without. Um, so we were in control in the beginning, but was we just um, got used to the way Arsenal Arsenal played today, um, and the boys did really well. So we, we scored one nil. I didn't like about the first half, and the first half was absolutely fine. We had a lot of good moments. We got some better in some, but it was still a lot of good moments. We won, but I didn't like that the best phase of Arsenal was pretty much after they scored after we scored one nil. Um, so when you can see in these moments like under pressure slightly, being relieved that you now have you know scored the um, the one goal, but it's not, still not right. So we had to change that. And we changed. I think um, after half time we had a really impressive phase um, and controlled the game again. So a mix, what I said not already to your colleagues outside, it was a mix of a very mature performance and a very exciting, with very, very exciting moments, very exciting goals. Great counter press, great high press, um, was really good. And then finishing the situations often is an impressive result. No doubt about that. Thanks. Okay, we'll go to Simon Mullock, and then uh, we've got, I think, uh, Masatoshi to go to. But we've got Simon next, um, and then if there's any other hands up, we'll go to those in the attendees. Uh, hi, Jürgen. You're, you're a very passionate uh, man on the uh, on the touchline. What happened between uh, you and Mikel there? Um, it, it, it seemed quite fairy at, at one point. Actually, not, not a real big deal, but now I told all the others I have to tell you as well. So the situation is that um, it was a completely clean situation. So nothing happened. Two players jump in the air. Nobody touched the other, really, at least not uh, in, in a, like a foul. Uh, and the bench of, of, of Arsenal is, is going for whatever. But they, and I, I just asked, what do you want for that? What do you want? There's no, there's no contact really, and that looks like everybody wants a yellow card. And for me, that's I'm really sick of these situations that everybody tries to, to, to go for Sadio in these moments, um, where he's a physical player, obviously, but he doesn't make harsh fouls. But you might remember last year against Real Madrid, that he was completely out, taken out of the game without that he did anything, a yellow card, and then the ref was like, you do one more thing, and you against Atletico. We had to take him off because of that, and it's just it's just not right. And that's what I said in that situation. Okay. Any follow-up, Simon? Yeah, could I ask you, do you, do you think that, that kind of, um, I wouldn't say improved the atmosphere, but it, it made the atmosphere certainly more um, exciting? Do you think that, that, that helps you more than it helps Arsenal? Ooh. It was not a plan, but if it helped, then it's okay. But it was still will not happen all the time because um, you said I'm very emotional on the sideline, but it actually doesn't happen very often anymore that I have any kind of arguments with anybody on the sideline. Um, but it was, how I said, a controlled game, but not the most exciting one. And then maybe they need, the, the crowd needed a little little help. And um, so defended from that moment on first me and then pushed the team again. Um, that's absolutely fine, but will not happen all the time. Okay, thank you. This will be the last question unless we get more hands up. So, uh, Masatoshi. If, uh, Hi, Eugene. Hi. Um, you know, Taki, fast, uh, great first touch and fast league goal uh, this season. Um, how important is he going to be, you know, uh, next to Billy Pires? I can't imagine how happy I am with Taki. He's um, an incredible moment. Um, and he was actually today our, our solution for, I think, pretty much four positions. 
to change um, because <laughs> the, the, how the squad looked, it was like he could could play all, pretty much two, five positions actually. He could play, could have played both eight positions and then all three up front. So, um, and that's he's in a really good moment. You see that he played. I'm pretty sure for Japan pretty well in the, in the international games now. And now he's uh, here and very important for us. I'm so happy. Everybody was so happy for him that he scored the goal. The way he played today reflects really good how he trains in the moment. So, um, yeah, he will have games a lot about that. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Final question, Ian Whittle, to finish the press conference. You're on mute, Ian. Thank you, Tony. Sorry about that. After all this time, after two years. Um, you're not the sort of manager who makes big excuses about injuries, but you do have quite a few players out now. That performance and the last few results, apart from the West Ham game, does that give you a particular pleasure in terms of the rest of the season that you've got through this difficult period? No international breaks now, no international games till March, for, for Europeans anyway. Um, <laughs> does it, I, I'm just wondering, so the general state of things in terms of injuries and fitness and, and general health, going on for the rest of the season? International break until March, I heard it so often. Uh, but in, in, in January, it's a, it's a little tournament in Africa, I just want to say. And I think Asia is playing games as well, if I'm on Amazon, right? Sorry? South America. South America as well, great. Oh, can't wait. Um, so, yes, the situation is not easy. And today, obviously, Joko went off and he got a proper knock against his knee, or they, they went knee to knee, I think. Um, now we have to see. How, how quick that develops in the right direction. Hopefully, it's nothing serious. It would be very important. Midfield. Um, now, Ox didn't play 20 games in a row. Um, Fab came back from international. Before the international, he was injured. Played then, played there. And Thiago cannot have rhythm, really, because he didn't play a lot of games because he was injured as well. So, um, how the boys played today, how they how they found together um, as a really compact form, into a really compact formation. Absolutely exciting. And we'll never take these kind of things for granted. I told the boys after the game, um, it doesn't help us a lot for the next four or five weeks, but it helps us for tonight. And that's the only thing we could do today. Now we have to, again need to have a look and um, who is able to go again and um, who we have to rest or whatever. Um, so, and then we will see who, in the moment when somebody tells me, so that's now, these are the names, you can have a, make a choice, then I will do that. But we will fight. We will fight with all we have. And um, some players have little chance to come back for Wednesday. I think um, that will be great. And then after that, step by step, hopefully um, they can come back. And then we have more 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 players available, which is absolutely helpful when you play all three days. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. A comfortable 4-0 victory for Liverpool at home to Arsenal and Arsenal absolutely woeful yet again. I wish we could play this side every week. Absolutely spineless side. Um, ended up being comfortable as I say but it probably didn't start that way the first 30 minutes, 35 minutes. I thought Liverpool were quite lacklustre, quite poor. Really slow moving the ball about. Um, and I think I've got a I've got to tip me out and, and thank Arteta for, for getting Liverpool, for getting Klopp, for getting the crowd going. Um, that little bit of incident on the sideline where there's a bit of beef between Arteta and Klopp. 
Uh, I'm in the ground myself. I don't know exactly what the beef was over, but they were both absolutely livid. I don't know what it was over. Something to do with the challenge on Manny or what Manny's done. I'm not quite sure, but after that, Klopp is, you know, getting the crowd going and trying to get them going. And, and I think straight after that, there's, an, uh, there's a tackle for me for being all nice, strong tackle. It seems to get everyone going. But up until that point, it was really lacklustre, really slow Arsenal really really negative the way they've set up and they were trying to pass it round when they did have the ball which wasn't very much to be fair and it was crying out for Liverpool just to press them and that first half hour they didn't do that but as I say th- again thanks Michael Arteta for getting Liverpool going today and, and boy did we get going once we got going um, Mane's got the first one with the usual assist from uh, Trent great ball in second half was much much better from Liverpool much better tempo we seemed to press Arsenal a lot more when they were in positions when they were trying to pass it out from the back and Arsenal really did create their own problems a lot of the time every time they had the ball at the back they were trying to play it out I think the second goal comes from a, a poor mistake I'm not quite sure what happened Jotters ended up walking it in yeah it was they were really poor Arsenal really poor and Liverpool totally capitalised on that second half. Lovely to see all the front three getting on the scoreline. The Minaminos come off the bench which and scored um, the fourth, which I think was probably the best goal. Lovely, lovely play. A team goal. And you've seen at the end there when he's got that fourth goal, the whole the whole teams came over. You've seen Van Dijk waving every play over, embracing him, embracing the team, embracing the team goal. And, yeah, it was really, really enjoyable that second half, and you know we're back in the mix there with after after you know poor international break we, we could have done without, and the uh, the West Ham game which was a bit of a letdown, but we've bounced back in emphatic style. Um, a few players out there were out injured and whatnot, so it was good to see the likes of Timmy Cass come in and do well. Quite a weak looking bench for Liverpool, but didn't really matter. Didn't really be, wasn't really needed. Uh, we didn't need the bench today. The, the, the first team got the job done, and I'm sure a lot of that bench will be playing midweek. We've got Porto, Champions League, which is done and dusted in the bag. See, Tyler Morton came on for 10, 15 minutes there. I'm sure the likes of him will be, be getting starts when that's all great experience for these lads and. Yeah, really, really enjoyable uh, evening there at Anfield. Really enjoyed it, uh, particularly that second half. Um, lovely to see Arsenal struggling, and they're still a, they're still the spineless the spineless team they have been for the last you know, 10, 15 years. And like I say, wish we could play them every week. But yeah, Liverpool, well done. Champions League midweek. Let's rest a few players, get some of the squad involved, and we go again. Come on, Liverpool! Steve Dawson on Liverpool's big 4-0 win at Anfield over Arsenal. Super, super game. Really enjoyable. Great result. I think Jürgen should have a rumble on the touchline every week because that's what woke Liverpool up today. It was a, it was a bit of a quiet start. Um, they, actually, they actually didn't sit back on us at all. They didn't press like we pressed on them in the second half. That was just, you know, lunatic pressing and very effective. I mean, how many times... Did we dispossess them in the second half? It was a, a, a exhibition of that kind of football.
but they made life difficult for us in the first few minutes and I noticed that they didn't press uh, Virgil, they didn't look to unease Virgil when he was in possession, but Obermeyong in particular went after Joel Matip and in the early in the early minutes of this game, the first 10-15 minutes actually, Joel looked a little bit uncomfortable I thought in possession, but he certainly warmed to the task and uh, worthy of his selection. In fact, that starting 11 pretty much picked itself, didn't it? Um, given the injuries that we've got. And, you know, we've got a core 16 or so players um, and any combination of those 16 that begins the game on the field and Liverpool have a strong side. But what did look, um, you know, quite obvious when when you look at the lineup was the bench. With the injuries that we had, we had a very young bench today and we, we lacked anybody who really could come on and, and change the game. Although, having said that and, and firmly believing that at the start of the game, what an impact Minamino and Henderson had when they came on, both immediately uh, involved uh, in the goal with Hendo starting the move and Minamino finishing it. So, yeah, what do I know about the strength of our bench? at the start of the game um, but super performance and uh, their keepers some goalies isn't he I mean he, that was a some performance he put in they've got some good goalkeepers in the Premier League oh, my daughter and I were chatting about it we reckon there's you know maybe 10 goalkeepers of that sort of a standard in the Premier League so great standard of goalkeeping must be the best league in the world for, for goalkeepers but he didn't stay strong throughout the game he, he had some inspired saves for sure but didn't remain consistent throughout the game, couldn't keep his concentration. Not like Alison Becker, who pulled off uh, some some goal-stopping saves, as he as he tends to do. Um, great performances from from some of the Liverpool players. I mean, really, pretty much all of them. I think Trent had a super game. Virgil had a great game. Henderson only really had um, a short time on the field, but what a difference he made. But if, if you're going to pick out, let me pick out four players. I thought Fabinho was outstanding. One instance when both Joel and Virgil went up for a corner and Arsenal broke from that corner, much in the same way that we frequently do. And it was all down to Fabinho to stop the charge on goal. And he did it with absolutely perfect timing. What a player he is. He makes such a difference. Um He's, he's probably first name on the starting lineup if everybody's fit. Well, I don't know. It's a, a, that seems like a strange thing to say with the quality that we've got there. But uh, I think I was reading something in the Echo about the five players who will, you know, be be the the first to be selected next season. And Fabinho clearly is one of those. He's he's a superstar. I'd also pick out Sadio Mane. He was fouled half a dozen times, fairly brutally in the first half. He was also guilty of a couple of reckless challenges himself and I would say was probably fairly lucky to stay on the field by the time he walked off the field at half-time. Um, and I would also say he was probably even money to get sent off in the second half. That's how I felt about it at half-time. But what a character. He probably had a chat with Jürgen or, or one of the senior players uh, at half-time and came out totally different in character in the second half he was more patient he was he was pressing with great urgency but he wasn't reckless about it changed his mannerism changed his attitude and his approach towards the game and 
wow, did it pay off in the second half as we opened up and he was pivotal in just about everything that happened there. I'd also pick out Diogo Jota. Um, <laughs> what a lovely goal it was. Such calmness and patience to eventually put the ball over the line while everyone was slipping and sliding and falling over around him. And his involvement in other goals as well. We legitimately do have four world-class forwards for three places and that's a great luxury uh, and I'm so pleased about that and the fourth person I'd mention is is Mo Salah some quite ridiculous first touches there's one fabulous ball that Virgil played as he as he tends to from that left-hand side of central defense over to the right he usually looks for for Trent or for Mo in that position and Mo sort of with his back to the ball brought it down on the top of his foot and nothing came of it but an absolutely sublime touch and that wasn't the only one on the day this was this was exhibition stuff from liverpool um chelsea are are running riot a bit i must say european champions top of the league by quite a little margin at the moment we are well in it chelsea and manchester city have an awful lot to offer but it'll be a cracking team that finishes above us in the premier league this season and uh, I fancy our fortunes in the Champions League as well. Looking forward to that game in the middle of the week where I want us to play Taki Minamino with uh, some decent teammates up front so that he can show us what he's made of. He's, uh, he's impressed in recent times and I, I think it's a bit of a shame that he only gets a start when the quality of the players around him isn't what we'd hope to play. Um, in the more important games. So looking forward to that game at Galasahi on Twitter. G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. Uh, Mike Holt here from Going the Match podcast live from Anfield. Liverpool 4, Arsenal 0. Fire win for the Reds. Um, much needed win. And really much needed win uh, after the West Ham game, which was really disappointing. But the Reds have come back full strength today today. Um, and look back to their best, you know, no doubting that they are, the Reds are back and emphatic, superb, everything that we associate with Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp team, um, Arsenal weren't up to much, to be quite honest, but I thought, I thought especially the second half, we put our dominance on the game. Um, interesting choice of 11 from the Reds, uh, Simicast at left back instead of Robertson, um, I thought that was an interesting one, but I thought it was one that was well due. Um, I think Simicast was superb again today, and I think it's going to be really hard to drop him. Um, two lads at the back, and uh, Van Dijk and Man- uh, Matty Colossus again. Trent, Trent is what we expect. Um, thought Thiago started slow in the first half, but second half, he really got into the grips of the game. Um, Fabinho, you know, he always makes a massive difference when he's fully fit in this squad. Um, and I thought he was superb. Oxley chamberlain who usually I can be quite hypocritical of. I thought he was really good today. I thought he won the ball back um, where he needed to win the ball back in that number 10 position. And he was driving forward with it, which is exactly what I want to see from him. Um, I thought he was really good. Jara thought in the first half, I thought he was quite quiet. His link-up play wasn't quite there, but second half, he was phenomenal. You've seen it in the goal that he scored. You know, that was what we epitomised Jürgen Klopp's Reds with uh, Mane looks back to his best in terms of getting that West Ham game out of his hair and 
you know, at home with the fans around him, he looks, he always looks like he's got that extra bit of nouse about him, that explosiveness that he always has. Salah, you know, Mohamed Salah, the best player in the world. Um, no doubt in that, I thought he was superb again. So much trickery. He caused the left-back so many problems of Arsenal today. And superb. I thought the Reds were absolutely outstanding. Uh, it's a massive three points. Um, you know, City have got to play Everton tomorrow. Might be a bit of a full-con conclusion, not playing the Blues. But, you know, it puts pressure on them. Um, you know, I would mention about United getting beat. I'm not too, much, not too sure they're a contender anymore. But, you know, it's great, it's great to start getting that gap away from some of our rivals within the league and I think it's really important to get that a um, little bit on the atmosphere today as well thought atmosphere was superb inside Anfield it's great to be back um, and you know Liverpool carry on into the next game as well obviously we've got Champions League all tied up but we need to keep getting these points on the board after a few drop recently so you know ecstatic to get the win uh, Reds are brilliant today and you know one final mention for Tyler Morton coming on at the end thought that was superb a nice little touch from Klopp to give him a few minutes at the end there you've been listening to the post game podcast on the Blood Red channel <laughs>